0: Today on Classical Stuff, the outcome of a secret marriage, the king who doesn't want to be king, Christmas joy spread all around. How can those things happen together? Well, you're about to find out on Classical (laughs) Stuff You Should Know. My name is AJ Hannenberg. I'm here with Graham Donaldson. Hi. And Thomas Magby. Hello. And we're going to keep on going with our series on the Plantagenets. This will probably be our last episode before Christmas. Thomas has a new kid, and he's got that to deal with, and I got some parents to go up and see, so I'll be traveling and... Graham is going to stay here, and podcast with just Graham would be yep. great. That would be awesome, podcast actually. with Graham?
1: Yeah. But uh, yep.
0: he doesn't know how to run the equipment. I'm too aloof. <laughs> He's too, too aloof. You can't make jokes based on stuff that happened oh, on Patreon. Oh, never never I guess I'll, only our I patrons we'll will get those, it.
1: Yeah. They're anyway. The They're cool. Yeah. Is that, is that all the stuff that I said? <laughs> um, yeah, except there's no king that doesn't want to be king. Well, Henry VI well, doesn't really want to be king. Um, well, there was. Oh, I didn't. Did I cover what the podcast I, is all about? Oh, That's you covered
2: uh, what our podcast is about Yeah okay if you're a first time listener History indoors Yeah
0: Yes <laughs> We talk about the classical world classical education old books old things today we're doing history yep. which is pretty fun and if you are just jumping into this podcast, it might behoove you to start early with our series on the Plantagenets, which begins a while ago now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Plantagenets 1, and then we have the War of the Roses. So if you want to follow up on all this history, you should start at the very beginning because it's really interesting. It involves I mean, there's a there's a boat crash where a king dies, and there's all kinds Oh, of trying
1: to save his sister.
0: Trying to save yeah. his oh, sister. It, gets, yeah. it just gets good. There's all kinds of there's plague and there's intrigue and there's murders and double crossings yeah. and dudes on horses. It's great.
1: Today's story may have one of the biggest twists in British history. Churchill definitely thinks so. Uh, Churchill thinks that what happened, one of the big twists that is just kind of an inconceivable thing. Um, It's pretty wild. Uh, It's sort of hard to fathom. It's just so like, uh, anyway, we'll get to it. It's just just so calculated that it's kind of brutal. Um, So, oh, one little note. We have been fielding some emails... Actually, let's just call it Evelyn, we love you. Evelyn, we love <laughs> wow, you. Wow, we do. It's true. It's but true. Uh, Evelyn has been pointing out that my pronunciations of the British names are sometimes off. Yeah. And to that I reply, last time I checked in 1776, we beat the British. <laughs> Good. So I can say Warwick all I want, even though I'm Canadian. Um, I know it is. it should be Warwick. Uh, I just can't help myself that I say Warwick. Um, we've also fielded some emails, and I have re- went back to the tape and I listened to the episodes, I do say he married his sister quite a bit, oh. but what I mean is, like, the married king off, has married right? his sister off to somebody else, yeah. so off the cuff I'll be like, yeah, 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 uh, Edward the Fourth. I mean, he's in control, he's married his sister, he's yeah. done all this, he's done all that. At no point in the history of the Plantagenet, to my knowledge, has a king married his actual sister.
0: Okay. Also, to prevent the inevitable email, the Revolutionary War ended in
1: 1783. I believe 1776 <laughs> is when the United States was founded. No, oh, whatever. Jeez Louise. Who am I? <laughs> This is great. Um, all right, and I will do the rest of this episode in the thickest Canadian accent, like a mustard there, lab. So. <laughs> all right. Um, so, do you, what do you remember from the end of last episode, or what do you remember? The end, or anything? There was a Bro King who was great at fighting but bad in peace time. Edward him. the Fourth, Bro King, great at fighting. And there were some people who were,
0: who said, hey. Why don't you just let us run the country and you can go and gallivant and play sports and snog women? And he says, Awesome. And he got secretly married to this girl that he wanted to smooch with. And she said, No smooching. And he's, Unless you marry me. And he said, Okay, I'm game. That. Let's yeah. do that. And they were trying to get him a new <clears throat> wife. And he said, Well, can't, boys. I'm already married. And there's that scandal. And we also have the,
1: the, meek king isn't he somewhere in the north henry the kind sixth of? Yeah. was captured at the end of last episode right. and is yeah. now stuck in the castle that, stuck in the, stuck that's in the tower that's right edward the fourth married elizabeth woodvale and if we remember from last episode elizabeth woodvale was kind of like she's a subject yes she's not a burgundian she's not a spanish princess she's not like from the continent uh she's you know from uh, from the pub She's from, you know, uh, I think the joke I said was that she like, you know, that girl still be my cell phone at the corner store. And now she's Queen of England. Right. Like she is lo- not lower class, but she is new money. Let's mm-hmm. put it that way. Yeah. Um, and people, you and know, British kings too, like, do not marry yeah. the Anglo-Saxons. The Normans do not like associate with the northern folk.
2: Wasn't there something about all these new like uh, uh, positions being Very created good. for her family? That's like? right.
1: So Edward the 4th Elevates all of her brothers to and, and father to these high positions. He creates new peerages, which actually is like a big political thing because they get not votes, but they have say in parliament. And it's basically like, I guess it would be the akin to like adding more members to the Supreme Court. Like it's that kind of like, oh gosh, this kind of waters down our political process by having more peerages. And it's these like... You know, kids that probably grew up, you know, fighting in the streets mm. and uh, these kids that had maybe some more rough and tumble lifestyles, if you know what I'm saying. Anyway, so this is our queen. Um, you know, she's uh, she's let's say she's a little less Chelsea, a little more Newcastle, if you know what I'm saying. Uh, no, you
0: know, no know what I'm reference. saying? I OK, no All idea right, whatever. What
1: All right. Uh, our British listeners will know what I'm talking about. Is cool. Chelsea cheap? Chickadee boo. Huh? What? Chelsea is posh. Are you okay? And Newcastle is like uh like get in there, lad. All right, whatever. Let's hey, keep like, on going. You lot, yeah, thank guys. you. Thank you. All right, so move on. Not. Okay. So, Oi. um what? are you walking him? Um Warwick uh, War, Earl War, of Warwick, War, Duke yeah, of Warwick. Warwick. That's okay. what we're doing it. Um he was wanting England to be allied to France. Yes. And Henry, the, sorry, Edward IV wanted England to be allied with not France, to be allied with the second most powerful. And we talked about Machiavelli last mm-hmm. episode. Um, so they were, uh, Warwick and Edward were battling over who the, who uh, Edward's sister was going to marry. And she ended up marrying the Burgundian. Remember there was mm-hmm. the the joust. Mm-hmm. And she marries the guy who ends up being named Charles the Bold. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, yeah, that whole thing. Okay. So setting the stage, um, uh, Warwick is ticked that the marriage uh, – of the marriage of the Woodvilles in general because you should have been married some some Spanish. Bona, you should have married the French girl. Um, and he's also kind of ticked that, um, uh, that uh, the Burgundians are now close to the English crown as opposed to the French being close to the English crown. Warwick kind of favored alliance with France. Um, Warwick – has is in control of the last remaining castle that the English had on the continent at Calais. So they have like, you know, England used to have all of these Norman lands, all the north of France was English, but it's gone and all that's left is tiny little castle called Calais and Warwick uses it as like his pirate outpost. So anyway, so he's still got that and he's always been on the, maybe we should align ourselves with the French. The French now have a capable king named Louis Eleventh. Uh, The crazy king Mm -hmm. is gone. Mm -hmm. Um, And so now we have Louis XI. All right. Um, Henry VI is in the tower, probably just praying. Mm -hmm. And uh, later on, we find out he gets like, you know, he's pretty disheveled. So he's not like taking care of himself. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's letting his hair grow. He's like wearing sweatpants every day. Mm. Uh, He's praying. You know, he's just, but he's probably as happy as a clam that kid. Um, And... Warwick is upset that all of his sort of machinations have not come to pass. Warwick himself has a daughter, and her name is uh, Anna or Isabel. Can't remember. I think it's Isabel. Uh, doesn't uh, matter. He has a daughter. The daughter is getting. Hmm?
2: Richard is it Richard Neville? No, that's not the right no, person. No, this is
1: uh, this is. There's,
2: there's an, you're saying Warwick.
1: Warwick. Yeah. He is a Neville. Yeah, yeah Warwick, the kingmaker. There's, yeah, yeah. there's an Anne, and Isabel. I think it's Anne. Okay. Who's Anne-Mary? Anyway, so he uh, – uh, Warwick is kind of slowly getting fed up with this whole Edward IV thing. Edward IV was supposed to be a bro king who was just going to go hunting and play sports and Warwick could wield the real power. Edward IV is now having kids. That's not great because one of those kids is going to be a boy. First couple of kids are girls. Um but one, eventually, like, Elizabeth Woodville seems to be able to have kiddos, and one of those kids is going to be a boy. Um, and he is aligning himself with Burgundy, and he's and he's basically not playing ball. Uh, so Warwick gets upset. Warwick then turns his attention, this is where we end the last episode, to Edward's brother, Clarence, yep. George, Duke of Clarence. Uh, George, Duke of Clarence, he's 18. He is... As handsome as his brother, he's probably less like a lady killer than his brother is. But let's be honest, probably anybody in history is less of a lady killer than Edward Fourth. Like, sure. yeah, dude, yeah, anyway, whatever. Um, <laughs> like the, Ryan, yeah, yeah. the Ryan Reynolds of the old era. I don't even know. It's, I, I feel like Ryan Reynolds is a respectful young man. Um, he's respectful, was, but uh, he's a lady killer. Yeah. No, but I mean, I mean, like Edward Fourth, like young, old, rich, poor, doesn't matter. Oh, he like goes. Yeah, 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 oh, yeah, He goes crazy for the ladies. Mm-hmm. Okay, sorry. So all the mean. ladies go crazy for no. him. well that too. In fact, there's going to be a scene where all the ladies of the realm convince their husbands to fight for Edward because he probably had affairs with them all. Oh, that's yeah. very funny. Yeah. Oh, um, that's weird. Yeah. 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 Um, so uh, anyway, so Clarence uh, is young. He's capable. Dan Jones, when he talks about George Dufu, Clarence talks about this. Um, at the beginning of 1468, Clarence was 18 years old. Like Edward. He was capable of charm and wit, and he shared with the king what one writer called, quote, outstanding talent. Okay. He was smooth, elegantly attired, and sharp-tongued, possessed of such mastery of popular eloquence that nothing upon which he set his heart seemed difficult for him to achieve. So he's like one of those guys where he just like sits there and is like, hey, is this a guitar? And you're like, yep, yeah. and he starts playing. <laughs> and he can beat you in tennis the first time he picks up a racket. And he just rides – and he's he's just one of those guys. Um, Churchill refers to him as um, uh, uh, useless Clarence a lot (laughs) or um, uh, uh, Clarence – he he was – Are you getting spoilers right now? No, no. Clarence is not very smart. Clarence is spoiled. He's pretty uh, and he – but he's not – he's lacking in the old shrewdness department. So he's he's not the guy that can do all the things. He can do all the things. He he's just, just think of him as like a surfer. Okay. Oh, yeah. I got that. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. Like a pitted so pitted. He's like one of those guys. Yeah, yeah. That's how I imagine Clarence Duke, George Duke Clarence. And
0: so he's it's not because he's clever enough to
1: figure out the guitar, he just sits down and is like, Oh, I uh, he sort of understands yeah, it. Yeah, he's just kinda yeah. yeah, he's like, I just I just get the vibe. And he just goes. Oh tennis, okay, like, oh, you okay. like, just, 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 oh, okay. like, just whack this thing with that. Cool. Like no drills. Like he's not trying to get better at any of those things. Yeah, he just can do it. Okay. But he does have some some ambition, but he is um I totally
0: speak the language of horse. Yeah, good brought he, on
1: there. But he's going to make, make some bad decisions. All right. He also so he, lived a very super luxurious lifestyle, probably more luxurious than the king. Uh-huh. He took over the fanciest castle that Margaret left when she had to leave England. Remember Margaret? She is the, the wife to Henry VI. Mm-hmm. And she has her Prince of Wales, who should be the king or should be the heir of the throne, also inconveniently named Edward. Okay. Uh, and she's in France, like, just sitting like a sad, angry spider waiting for a chance to get back. And Louis Eleventh is probably, you know, eager to give her that chance. Anyway, Clarence takes over her fancy castle. He has, like, a bigger staff than his brother. And he is technically the heir to the throne because Edward Fourth has no kid yet. Right. Um, he's been not, not due to lack of trying. <laughs> um, he probably has many sons in the realm, but none of them are legitimate. Um, and Elizabeth Woodville keeps giving him daughters. So Clarence is the heir, but everybody knows that that's nine months away from changing at some point. Um, but he's living like the heir to the throne. Okay. Clarence is unmarried, and Warwick's got a, a daughter. And at the end of last episode, uh, Clarence convinced, sorry, Warwick convinced Clarence to marry uh, his daughter. And I'm pretty sure her name is Isabel. Um, He went to the king first and was like, hey man, how about um, your brother marries my daughter and that sounds great. And Edward IV says, nope, that's a bad idea. I don't want any more, I don't want the Neville family of which Warwick is part of. I don't need that family closer tied to the the crown. Um, You know, if technically right now, You want your family to be married to the heir? Yeah, that's like one whoopsies down the stairs. Uh, You know, I don't want to die, basically, said Edward IV. Like, that is a little too close for comfort. It would naturally make you Warwick, my enemy, because you would want to knock me off so that your son-in-law is king. We we tracking? Yes. Yeah? AJ, you, you, you waking up? All right, cool. Rock and roll.
2: I'm just trying to look up the daughter, uh, try, trying to get the daughter's Warwick. I think there are two. I think there's Anne and Isabel. There's
1: Anne and Isabel. I don't know what happens to, to Anne. Okay. Um, I'm pretty sure it's Isabel. Okay. Um, so, in. So, Warwick uh, goes to Clarence and he's like, hey, you're the heir to the throne. And you know that, right? And Clarence's like, yeah, totally. And Warwick says, listen, your brother's not working out as king. Not as we thought. He, like, wants to do his own thing. You're the heir of the throne, and um, uh, how do you feel about that? Clarence says, I feel great about that. I feel I feel like my brother is not doing a great job. And works like I knew we were on the same page. So um, uh, there was rebellions happening in the kingdom, just like of the last little skirmishes of the Lancasters. You know, they don't have any people anymore, but... People loved Henry VI, he was pious, and everyone's like, it's not his fault, he's an idiot, mm. he, he didn't deserve this. So there's still people who are loyal to Henry VI, but they, yeah. we got these little popular uprisings of, like, peasant revolts being, like, you know, uh, you know, with crazy grievances and all this kind of stuff. Or, like, you know, God is going to rid the land of the king, and I'm your leader, and then he gets, you know, killed by the government. Right. That kind of stuff. So there was one grievance. Um... Uh, one of the uh, And Edward rides up to quell this rebellion in the north and crushes it. And it was um, one of these sort of popular uprisings with a guy who was pretending to be Robin Hood. Um, <laughs> he was also called Robin something. Um, let's see if I can find it. Is this a thing? Like yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. Really? People pretend to be Robin Hood. Um, That's awesome. That is awesome. We should do an episode on that. Oh, yeah, yeah, People yeah, pretend to be Robin Hood. Yeah. Yeah, so he, um, there was a couple of popular uprisings. And so there was a couple of popular <laughs> uprising names. So, um, so oh man, I sh- I didn't realize you guys would think this was so cool. Or I would have written it down. Um, but um, uh, anyway, another, so, another time, another yeah. time. Yeah. So he rides up and quells this rebellion, and the Robin Hood guy, you know, sort of melts back into the crowd. Right. And Edward's like, you know, Edward's like, I didn't need my whole army. This yep. was stupid. I should have just brought like a couple of dudes. We rough up the peasants. Problem solved. Yep. Okay. Um, Warwick and Clarence. Uh, uh, sail to Calais. Mm. They leave England. So Warwick and Clarence sail to Calais, upon which Clarence marries Isabel, the daughter of w- Warwick. Warwick. Okay. And so that is now tied in. And um, and then another rebellion happens in the north, except this one is... And it's a, it's this Robin Hood-like character again, uh, Robin something.
0: It's like a whole fad. Yeah, and Edward's right.
1: like, oh, man, not again. But the thing, actually, Edward, if you remember, the dude loves kind of throwing down. He mm-hmm. loves fighting, and he loves being in charge of the army. And he's at his best, as Churchill has said, he is at his best when times are at their worst. So he actually kind of likes going and crushing rebellions and you know, like mason dudes in the head and mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Like you know, Edward likes it. So Edward's kind of great, but he's like, I'm not master- mustering my whole army this time. That was stupid. Like I don't, Ooh, I don't need to bring decision. as right. I don't need to bring as many men as I need. to. Uh oh, yeah, that doesn't sound so, good. Edward takes just a little retinue with him, and the the retinue included some of his new uh, peerages that he brought up, including the. Uh, I can't remember the. Yeah, he brought up these new peerages. Um, Which means they're not as trained. Like, are they? Not no, as no, they're no. just they're they are they're they're, they're his buddies. Yeah. Um, but um, sorry, I'm just. Uh, what are his buddies' names? Yeah, so he has these new peerages: um, the Earl of Pembroke and the Earl of Devon. So these are new earls. So it would be like, you know, you have these old, like Texas is a an old established state that everybody believes in. Mm-hmm. But if you had like the new state of, I don't know, like, uh, uh, like, like Arkansas. Okay. Oh, that's a real one. That's Arkansas. Arkansas. Um, <laughs> uh, if you had like
0: this guy teaches U.S. government, <laughs> it's incredible, folks. If you <laughs> had a new the class at our school, okay, whatever.
1: If you had a new state, uh-huh. no one's gonna buy it. Everyone's gonna be like, oh, you know, I'll be dead in my ground before I recognize Missouri, like that kind of thing. Alaska, Kansas. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Alaska, Kansas. Uh-huh. No one's gonna be like, that's not a real thing. But they'll be like, you respect Alaska, Kansas. No one's like, no, I'm not. So you respect Devin. No one's respecting Devon.
0: Okay. You respect- I've, known, I've known a lot of Devons, yeah. and they usually don't gather. You because-
1: respect the Earl of Pembroke, and everyone's going to be like, you know, the Earl of whatbrook? No. So he's going up with this new guys, that he, but they don't have the clout mm-hmm. of, like, if Exeter was coming. True. Or if, you know, oh, um, yes, if obviously. Gloucester was coming. You get, get what I mean? So, so he goes up with the buddies. But it turns out this rebellion was uh, definitely sort of fed... And uh, and the fa- the flames were fanned by, by Warwick. Warwick himself. Uh, and there's it takes about two or th- yeah. two or three days into being up north that Edward's like, this I'm gonna bigger. need some more troops. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, and he doesn't have them.
2: Mm.
1: And Warwick. And uh, when on the day of, like, you know, the battle about to happening with with realizing there's more troops, Edward has pulled back and he's, like, trying to get out of there to go r- rally more troops. And he's left Devon and he's left Pembroke up there to sort of, like, hold the line. Right. And on that day, Warwick writes a letter saying, like, oh, the grievances of the people are ones that I personally agree with. Like, total cogwash garbage. Right. But he, like, pretends to be in on the grievances of the poor, suffering Englishmen. Um, and the Duke of Clarence, the king's beloved brother, agrees with me that the king has overstepped and yep. is, you know, blah, 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 blah. He's killing all these Robin Hoods, and we all love Robin That's Hoods. That's right. right. And the, we have, like, six of them. <laughs> now we're down to, like, two Robin Hoods. Yeah. And I mean, we love them. Right? Yeah. You guys sell our tchotchkes with, yeah. like, the little, you know, the little green hats and all that And they that got
0: stuff. those, like, little, little skirts with the jagged edges. You know oh, yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, Robin would have had a good look going on. Yeah. that mean, little green jumper he had. That's right. Being a what's it called a, um, a thief? <laughs> no, not a thief. Um, <laughs> a, merry man. a yeoman. Hmm. Ah, there. a uh, yeoman. Yeah. Yeomans have it going on. Yeah, yeah they really do. You got to find yourself a yeoman. Okay. Like you need you need to fix your roof, call a yeoman. The yeoman. Yeah. You need to like throw wait, down wait, in a bar fight, call the yeoman. Uh, isn't a yeoman just a bowman? No, a yeoman is somebody who is good at things. He is like oh. he is like he's like the handyman. I thought man. it was just someone that shot shot a bow. No, it's not just the yeoman. A uh, man
2: holding and cultivating a small landed estate.
1: Yeah. But but he's, but he's always associated with, like, being very good at, like, um, husbandry things. Hmm. So like, How do you spell yeoman? Y-E-O-M-A-N. So you need to, like, tile your roof, yeoman. You need somebody who's got your back in, like, a pub brawl, you get the yeoman. You need someone to, like, you know, uh, crush a couple of cups of wine at the ballgame, you bring your yeoman. Yeah. Okay. We're tracking? Tracking. All right. So it turns out that this fight is going to be, whoa, this is not just a little regional skirmish. Uh, Warwick has sort of thrown some more political might behind this and there's bigger armies. And these are armies, or these are bigger groups of men that are led by like nobles, not just like peasants. Right. And Edward's like, oh, I got to get more troops. There's something brewing here.
2: Does he, he still wants to fight? He doesn't want to well, back Of off. course he wants to fight. Yeah. He's Edward IV. Yeah, sure. That's all
1: you want to do. Yeah. Um, so um, he's with his brother, Richard. And in that moment, um uh, Richard Duke of Gloucester uh, Edward IV says that Richard Duke of Gloucester seems to be my only friend in the realm um his brother is 16 I think he he is no he will later on be known as Richard III, oh. uh, the third the crookback right um but Richard Duke of Gloucester Edward's like my only friend in the realm um and okay so there's a there's a skirmish and the Duke of Pembroke and the Duke of Devon are captured. Mm. And they are uh, subsequently beheaded wow. on the field of battle without a trial, without anything. Wow. Um, yes. Woof. Yeah. Edward the realizes that this was like sort of like a blitzkrieg move by Warwick and, and his brother. Mm. Uh, and that's going to be a hard day. That's a yeah. hard day. I feel
0: like you go home and you don't sleep real good
1: that day. <laughs> sure. Edward comes back and, uh, is sort of, you know, trying to get his troops. And he realizes that he, there is no way for him to maneuver in the field. There's no way to levy his troops. He is basically caught. Right. And Warwick rides in and is like, my, li- my Lord, I am so glad that I have saved you from such bad advisors uh-huh. of Pembroke and Devon. um, uh, Haven't we
0: had this before? Yes. Oh yeah. This Many is times. this is an yes. old where someone old kills thing. all the advisors mm-hmm. and then
1: says, ah, oh, I have saved you and now I can yes. guide you my yes. way. Now, um, and so Warwick has essentially said, um, Edward, here's what we're gonna do, buddy. You've been having such bad advisors. How about how about you just you just chill out for a little bit in the Tower of London. <laughs> okay. And we'll and I'm I'm gonna go in the realm and I'm gonna draw I'm gonna see what's going on out there. And I'm going to sort of listen to the grievances of the people. Now, Warwick is basically like, I'm going to be in control of the realm. Yes. And Edward can't can, – he can't be like, no, screw you, Warwick. No, he has to agree. Right. This is what, this is what Churchill says about this. Um, uh, At first, he, Edward IV, attempted to rally Warwick and Clarence to their duty. But in the course of the conversation, he was made to realize that he was their captive – with bows and ceremonies, they explained that his future reign must be in accordance with their advice. He was conveyed to Warwick's castle at Middleham. So he went to this castle at Middleham, not the tower. And there kept in honorable but real restraint under the surveillance of the Archbishop of York. At the, So this is the crazy part. At this moment, therefore, Warwick the kingmaker had actually two rival kings, Henry the Sixth yeah. and Edward the IV, both his prisoners, <laughs> one in the tower and one in Middleham. Yeah. This was a remarkable achievement for any subject, says Churchill. <laughs> yes. To make the lesson even plainer, Lord Rivers, the queen's father, yes. Lowborn Rivers, and John Woodvale, her brother, were arrested and executed at Kennelsworth without any pretense of trial Thus did the older nobility deal with the new. Ooh, wow. says Churchill. New line. Wow. so that's a, that's a good line. yeah. So Warwick kills the king's father-in-law, yeah. and his brother-in-law, the queen's dad and brother after oh my capturing gosh. and Edward. no trial. yeah, just like, hey, traitors, yeah, awesome. And now Edward the Fourth is sitting in a castle. All right.
2: So Warwick's in control, right?
1: Like, Warwick's in control. Yeah. he now has two captive kings, which is, uh, like Churchill said, it's pretty. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yes, and he's got sort of the witless, uh, br- uh the witless, dewy-eyed, you know, Duke of Clarence, luxury, who, luxury boy, yeah. who's gonna be king one day. But Warwick, Warwick's in complete control over this. That's easy to push around because that's right. just, All you have to do is take away the luxury, and they have right. problems. So if you were ever the fourth, what do you do right now? You're in the, so like they recognize you as king they haven't taken it away and they're like oh you have to rule according to our according to our advances what do you do what's your play
0: you have to rule according to what they tell you so you just play along until
2: i'm trying to think cuz he's going to want to fight back right of like he's hot headed
0: but i don't know
1: i don't think he's hot headed ah. He um, likes to fight. He, that- in fact, one thing if we remember from Edward IV, he's very good at the field, but he has always, always wanted to be magnanimous and to mm. forgive the other side. Remember he did that with Somerset mm. and they were best buddies and then Somerset betrayed him and yep. then he beheaded him. Like he's, he's always- got,
0: But he's got to have that in his, his, his mind, right? right. When, he's, when he's nice, they'd always turn on him. I feel like my play, if I was him, play along, get myself into a war where, I, where there's an army underneath me because I am still king yeah, the army is still loyal to me, and then, in the moment, I say these men are traitors—the ones who are my advisors around me. We're gonna kill all these guys yeah. because if I'm the king and the army is loyal to me, that solves my problem.
1: AJ, you would have made a wonderful king because that is exactly <laughs> what Edward IV does. Are you serious? Yes. I nailed it. You That's nailed cool. it. Because I mean, you can't—you can't do it by political intrigue. You need you force. You right. need force. So what Edward the Fourth does is he's like he calls in Clarence. And he calls in, he calls in his brother Clarence and he calls in Warwick and he's like, I've been giving it some thought. You guys are absolutely right. Good. I let people, you know, I let little worm tongues natter in my ears and uh, it turned my head away from the true ordering of the realm. Warwick, thank you for putting me back. You've always been there for me. You made me king. Um, You've always been there for me. And Warwick's like, I knew you would see reason. Yeah. And then when Warwick and Clarence leave the room, Edward's like, I'm going to straight up murder those boys because that's exactly what he, yes. He well, I mean, is, isn't
0: this the story of any coup? All you need is a loyal army. That's right. I mean, any. Well, it's
1: not a coup, but I mean, so. But I mean, he, that's how coups work,
0: right? If right. I'm mm-hmm. the second in command and I want to have first in command, what I need is the lo- loyalty of the military. It's right. always that.
1: Now, but Edward IV still has a problem. He's still kind of locked up in this castle. Now, right. he sort of, you know, floated to be like, oh, I'm going to play ball. And he kind of maybe even leans into his bro reputation a little bit. He's mm. like, I really just miss hunting and ladies. Mm-hmm. And Warwick's like, that. That's the Edward I know. Um, we'll let eh, him loose. Let to him go loose chase yeah. some That's stags true. and foxes. Yeah. Um, foxes and actual, and also good. ladies. Yeah, I was gonna make good. it. Uh, uh, the t- never mind. All right. Um, <laughs> I'm so curious. No, 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 I'm so it's, it's not great. Yeah. I don't want the explicit on the podcast. episode. No, it's not that. It was just uh, a joke about the, the tail of a deer. And anyway, whatever. Okay, cool. I, do, I don't want to know now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay, ready to move forward. Um, so he gets a little bit of freedom. Is, no, he doesn't. No. He's still in the castle, but. The king is locked up. Both kings are locked up, and Warwick's supposed to be in charge. People are like, "What's going on?" Right. Uh, uh, London kind of dissolves into chaos. People are like, "Like no rules, no king, woo!" And um, it. It, yeah, so people—they were there was uh, theft. Um, there was, like, no one really knows if the constable is Warwick's man or the king's man or if, like, maybe the constable's not even going to persecute the law because he's mad at Warwick because of he was appointed by the king. No one knows it's what's going on. It's funny that
0: so much is dependent on the king. You'd think right. they would have had a better substructure.
1: The I mean, king is supposed to dispense justice. This is one instance where a little bureaucracy might be nice. Yeah. A little bureaucracy might be nice. And I think I've sort of been hinting at it. Really what comes out of the War of the Roses mm. is that need that, wait, a bi- the bigger the state gets and the more complicated our relationships are, it can't all be held together by these kin-based, honor, word-of-mouth relationships. Yeah. You need the mechanisms of a bureaucratic system to keep everything in line. And to keep, and the, the, and to keep the kings in line when they yeah. go all screwy, and the yeah. advisors and all that stuff. Exactly. Anyway, so London gets li- I'd
0: be a proponent for more
1: bureaucracy. <laughs> right. That's not no usually my thing. Yeah. London gets a little lawless. People are like, you know, tipping bar tables and running out in their tat and uh, uh, smashing windows and getting away with it. And um, Warwick's like, ah, crap. I think I saw that movie. <laughs> movie. So Warwick realizes, you know, we kind of need to have the king be visible and for the law of the land to be sort of believed. Uh-huh. So he lets Edward out. And Edward's like, cool, uh, this is great. So he's out, immediately makes his brother, Richard, Richard, Duke of Gloucester, constable of the land. So that means he's like the head of the cops, mm. if you want to put it that way. Uh, head cop. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So he is head constable, uh, Richard, Duke of Gloucester, Crookback. Yeah. And so uh, obviously Edward is now his favorite brother. Right. Uh, because Clarence, you know, is was an open rebellion. Um, and lo and behold, in 1470, a new rebellion in the north happens. Same oh. kind of deal. Okay. Robin Hood, it's not Robin Hood, Robin, you know, little Robbie, Robbie Robs. Uh-huh. Goes up. <laughs> do they do they have to alternate the name uh, every yeah, time? Yeah, they do. I'm yes. Robin Hood.
0: And it's like I'm Robin Had, and then they
1: um, Robbie, they, and down yeah. to Robbie Robinson. Um Let's see if we can find the name of the. I uh, feel like Rob okay. is the essential. There. Rob is the. Yeah. yeah I wonder if get.
0: there's any connection between Robin Hood and the and robbing and like Rob, literally like the, the, Robin. Yeah. I don't I think oh, so. That's an etymology. We, we've got to look at um, it, yeah. seriously.
1: But anyway, so this uh, there's another little uh, uh, thing happening at the at the top and in the north, and. Um, so, so the king's like, I got to go put this down, and he yeah. ra- he he gets his army together and he rides north. Well, the f- the the f- the common man sees the king in his resplendent, glorious armor at the head of an army, and people are like, he gonna crush Warwick? Like this yep. is happening, boys. Now it may or may not was it may or may not. No, it was definitely gonna happen. Edward the <laughs> Fourth was gonna go uh, was gonna go get his revenge. Yep, but under the guise of destroying this rebellion. But Warwick is in the north
2: also? Warwick is a part of that rebellion?
1: No, he's not. Warwick is not part of this rebellion. Warwick is um, sort of in London, and the king's like, I need to go put down this rebellion. But... um, How does he he get Warwick to come with him? He doesn't get Warwick to come with him. But he tells Warwick, like, I'm gonna go stop this rebellion. But he goes and gets a much bigger army than you maybe need. He kind of like overkills this thing. He raises all of his levies, and Warwick's like, ooh, that doesn't look good. Um, And all the people are like... It's going to happen. Warwick's going to get crushed. Right. Um, and there's like songs that they would sing when the king was riding. And he's king. And he's in front of his army. He looks great. Um, he rides north. Uh, Warwick and – oh, so Okay. While well, this happens, he rides north and he captures a rebellious lord. Mm-hmm. And that rebellious oh, – Wait. I'm a
0: little behind because I looked at the terminology of Rob.
1: Yep. It has nothing to do with Robin Hood. So how did he get out and get an army? Um, there's a rebellion. There was a rebellion. rebellion oh, so there, was, there was carnage in London, chaos okay. in London. Yeah, yeah. So they're like, we need someone out. He makes his brother head cop, Richard III's head cop, yep. Richard's head cop. And then there's a rebellion in the north and Edward goes and he's like, I need some dudes to go end this rebellion. But he got all the dudes. Right. And Clarence and Warwick are like, ooh, that's a lot of dudes.
0: Oh, so Clarence and Warwick, are, uh, Warwick are kind of on. They're edge? a little nervous.
1: They're kind of on edge, but but
0: they're but like they think he's still maybe loyal. They think he's
1: still maybe cool with us, but Kay. they're kind of on edge. All right. Okay. Sorry for the review. It's okay. Edward goes north and captures one of the northern lords, and the northern lord, either under duress or out of his own free will, says, "Hey, guess what? Like Clarence and Warwick, totally, totally traitors. Um, they want you out and they want Clarence king." And Edward's like, "Interesting." And, you know, this isn't a, f- a big stretch. Edward probably was raising this entire army with this in mind anyway. Right. Word gets back to Warwick. Warwick and Clarence get out of England. And where are they going to go? France. So. Yeah, they're going to Calais. Right. So they're tra- sailing to Calais. And uh, uh, when Warwick left Calais, he left one of his little lieutenants in charge of it. And he's like, all right, man, you know, do your thing in Calais. Warwick and Clarence come back or leave. Clarence's very, very pregnant wife leaves with them, Isabel. Mm. She got a baby. And they are sailing back to Calais. I mean, this is, it's weird to run, do they have any allies there? Is there any way to raise an army? Or are they just kind of like, we got to get out of Dodge so we don't die? We got to get out of Dodge so we don't die. Um, Warwick is the richest person in England. Oh, so he'll be all right. He'll be all right. He can raise an army if he has. But it's like, but the, he's the king still on the, the side of Edward, right? Like, he's right. still a York. Right. He's still on the side of Edward. But he's kind of like overplayed his hand right. to try to get Edward out. And Edward kind of got out of it by pretending to play ball and Edward's like, Oops, I have an army now. And right. Warwick's like, Oh crap, we kinda we kinda dropped the ball on this. Now he's getting out. Right. Because he doesn't know what's gonna happen. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But, but but can the king seize all that wealth and take the land back? I mean if Sure, Warwick the land, right? You, you can, but then you're isn't just the land. People the are gonna land be, be mad at you. Yeah. Oh yeah, because you, you can't the nobles don't want to sure. think that their land is yeah, yeah. taken yeah. by the it's king. It's just that right. makes
1: everyone nervous. Yep. Okay. Um, and you I mean you can take land, can you keep it? Is another question. Yeah, eminent domain. Yeah, it's a thing. What did like, you say?
0: Yeah, in a in a domain? domain. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, you can. Our government still does it. They need a road. You can take it. Just in your take
1: lane. it. Yeah. Um, so Warwick and and uh, Clarence go to Calais, and when they sail in, you know, hey man, let us in. And Warwick's little left little lieutenant's like, all I see are traitors. Wow. <gasps> Doesn't let him He's in. He's an Edwardian. Doesn't let him wow. in. Wow. He's like, oh, I I hear that uh, that that noble said that you guys were traitors to the king. That's uh, that's pretty pretty brutal there bud i love that and, he's canadian uh, yeah he's like <laughs> hey, Brad, no um but he does out of a show of goodwill at that point elizabeth or, uh isabel has given birth on the oh, boat wow. to a child oh, gosh wow so a out of a show woman. of goodwill the little man who's now in charge of Calais sends a couple of flagons of wine to the lady's health <laughs> okay so the, so it's like hey i hear your uh i hear your wife gave birth so we're sending you some you know some again some wine so they send the wine doesn't mess with breastfeeding. I feel like that's yeah, not the right. yeah. I feel like that's yeah. not the right play. Yeah. No, it's but, not the right uh, maybe play. you need the iron. I don't know. Maybe the guy's not. <laughs> um, he's not a midwife. I'll need <laughs> yeah, to come no, no, The just a man <laughs> is no. not a midwife. No, not quite. So Clarence <laughs> and Warwick are don't have a castle. They can't go back to England. Wow. He still has things. Warwick is in charge of the biggest fleet in the world at the time right now because he there. Um, there's this dude. All I know him. He's just known as the bastard of Falkenberg. Uh, Who's somehow allied with Warwick? Somehow he so he's got a big fleet, but he's got nowhere to live. Right. Um, and in sort of like one big swoop, Warwick is now on the outs with Clarence, and he has nowhere to go. Okay, let's let's think back. Who did Warwick want England to naturally align themselves with? France. With France. That's right. So Warwick and Clarence. Is he after-
2: on the, he's on the out with Clarence or on the out with Edward?
1: He's on Warwick is on the out with Edward the King of Thank England. You. You said him Clarence? and Clarence are together. Sorry, yeah. yeah. Making sure.
2: Okay, but I'm assuming and now, now, going, got with them, so, now uh, they got a baby with him. So now they got
1: a baby. They go to France, right? They go to France. Yeah. But, so Warwick is traveling with the heir to the throne. Yes. Who's married to his daughter? Yes. Okay. But he now goes to France. He now goes to Louis the mm-hmm. Eleventh, Hat the Kingmaker, yeah. who has kicked out of England Margaret, mm-hmm. the French Queen. <laughs> he now goes to Louis the Eleventh, hat in hand, and wait, says. Wait. So, remind me of the
0: kingmaker situation? He, he kicked so, out somebody?
1: Edward the uh, IV. Edward, so, uh, Warwick, who is now tried to... Who, who made Edward IV king. Yeah, yeah. Back in the previous episodes. Oh,
0: you're not saying that the king of France was the kingmaker? No. no Ed- oh, okay, Warwick, I was a little kingmaker. confused. No, no, gotcha.
1: no. So, Warwick, the yeah, yeah. kingmaker, and Clarence, the heir to the British throne... Are have, showing up in... Have, 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 they are now going to the king of France, hat in hand, and you got to imagine that Louis XI is like... Well, look at a couple of buttes <laughs> walking in the front door here. Like, we've got... Look, Clarence, how the tables have turned, my yeah. friend. Clarence... I'm oh, sorry, Warwick, how the tables have turned. Warwick, Were they not friendly before? No, Warwick has fought against oh, Henry okay. VI yeah. and his French wife, Margaret, and and put him in the tower and basically kicked Margaret out. Connection made. All right, we'll talk about all the... We'll we'll talk about the grievances between Margaret and Warwick in a second. So um, Warwick comes to Louis XI, and Louis XI's like, well, 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 George.
2: Yeah.
1: I think his name is George Warwick, or George, Duke of uh, of Warwick. Uh, Welcome to my French court. People call him Jojo. Well, (laughs) Jojo. Um, And King Henry XI says, he's stoked. He is absolutely happy, because now he's got the heir to the French... Sorry, the heir to the English throne in his court, and... He, uh, the, Louis XI proposes, and this ends up being the most scandalous turn of events, probably in all of English history. That may be overstating it. Just, uh, uh, not Chester, uh, Churchill definitely thinks so. Mm-hmm. And Louis XI is like, um, uh, work. Come with me. I want to, I want you to meet somebody. I want you to sit down and talk to somebody. Is it Margaret? It is Margaret. Yeah. So Louis XI takes Warwick and Clarence and calls Margaret of Anjou and her 17-year-old son, the Prince of Wales. He calls together Warwick, the kingmaker of the Yorks, and Margaret, the queen of the Lancasters, together. And he's like, hey, I think you guys have some common ground here. And Warwick and Margaret immediately want to kill each other upon right. seeing each other. Yes, there is no way, okay, let's let's talk about grievances. Margaret has beheaded Warwick's father. Margaret has killed Warwick's uncle, Richard Duke of York. Margaret has killed his cousin Rutledge. Um, Warwick has killed both Somersets, who right. were the favorites of Margaret. Um, he at some point referred to the Prince of Wales as either he's probably a bastard or a changeling. For a long time, there was a rumor that he was a changeling. Okay. Uh, does anybody know what a changeling is? Shapeshifter. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah a changeling is like um, uh, what happens is the fairies come. You give birth to a child, mm-hmm. and then the fairies come and take your child and leave you like a dump, like leave you a, a, fake. a, a crappy child in right. return, Right. and. Um, <laughs> And that child is supposed to be like touched by the fairies, dim witted, and like not a real kid. It was like a fake kid. Okay. And and they're like, pretty sure Prince of Wales is a changeling. And so Margaret's not that Margaret doesn't like that. No woman, no mom wants to hear, no mom wants to hear the Duke of of of, uh, Warwick, you know, tell say that your child is a changeling. That's just like every mother's nightmare. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, so they're in the room, they're not having it. They do not want to be aligned. Um As Churchill says, a river of blood flowed between them. And – but they realized um, that – oh, this is where Anne comes in. They realized – Warwick realizes, Okay, crap. I'm now really on the outs with Edward IV. I've kind of burned those bridges. So if I am ever going to have somebody from my Neville line be king of England – I'm going to have to go from York to Lancaster. Wow. That's a big deal. So what he does is he says, listen, Margaret, I think we, we can make this happen. And Margaret does not want to do it. But eventually, but he says, I'll, ma- I'll make you a deal. I've got a daughter. Her name is Anne. You've got a son named Edward, Prince of Wales. How about your son, Edward, marry my daughter, Anne? And um, then my daughter will one day be Queen of England. And your daughter will one day be king of England, and we get uh, an army. We get an army. your, your son will one son. day be king of England? You, we get an army with, with the help of Louis the Eleventh. Uh-huh. We go and kill Edward the Fourth. We put Henry the Sixth back on the throne. We let dopey Henry the Sixth run out his clock. We put Edward Prince of Wales, king of England, married to my daughter. And how does that sound? And Margaret says, "No, that sounds pretty awesome." Really? And Clarence goes. Hey. Very yeah. good, Clarence says. Wait the, a minute! Whoa, whoa, yeah. hey, so, oh, yeah. whoa! I just had a kid. Like, yeah. what's the story? Yeah. So yeah. let's so bracket dopey Clarence because this is definitely writing Clarence out of the story yes. as yeah. far as work's concerned. So bracket Clarence because I'll come up later. Poor Clarence. He poor Clarence. Wow. And he did rebel against his brother. That's fair. He is a bit of a dirtbag, but mm-hmm. still.
2: But it's also, and Clarence is married to Warwick's other daughter. That's
0: right. So like, that's
1: weird that he's kind Very of writing weird. off.
2: So
0: I now like Warwick should just start three countries. <laughs> like he's got, he's honestly, got, a, he's got Edward. Yeah. He's got another daughter with one. Warwick daughter has with now
1: married one. a daughter to like two separate to Yorks and the Lancasters <laughs> in <laughs> the War of the Roses. <laughs> it's crazy. Probably a bad move. Bro. Yes. Yes. He has you know sort of overpromised, uh, but he's delivered before. Right. On and now he's me setting the table. He's like, okay. All right, if I if I kill Edward the Fourth and put Henry the Sixth back on the throne, th- then I've got a, 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 a I've got a bead on the throne. If Edward the Fourth falls off his horse tomorrow, right. Clarence can ride in as as, as king of yes. England, and I've got a bead to the throne. So like, Warwick is kind of setting himself up, but he's also setting himself up for people to be mighty mad at yes. him, which they are. Yeah. Okay, Margaret agrees, and marries Philip. Or, sorry, and marries Prince of Wales Edward. Um. There just so happened that there was a piece of Christ's true cloth cross at the ca- at the castle okay. in uh, Philip Eleventh Philip the Eleventh was it Philip Eleventh Louis the Louis. Um, yeah. of uh, uh, Palace okay. and he's like I just happened to have a piece of the true holy cross like in my nightstand uh-huh. and so he pulls it out and Margaret and uh, and Warwick swear on that cross that they will now be united. Okay. These they were once mortal enemies and they are now united together to bring their respective lines to the throne. Absolutely mind bogglingly scandalous. Right. Um on both of their parts? On both of their, on, parts? On like, both it? of their parts. It's yeah. just like people who were enemies are now allies and it's just like it's just sort of the the nakedness of the ambition right. and the, the callousness of, of it is just so Terrible, mm. um, but Louis the Eleventh loves it. Yes. <laughs> he's <laughs> drinking this up. Right. Anyway, okay. So, um, so Anne marries the Prince of Wales. Let's talk about the Prince of Wales. Okay. The Prince of Wales is, um, I think, he's seventeen. He is the son of Henry the Sixth, and he is very much not his father's son. I mean, he is actually the like, kid, sure. but he is way more his grandpa, yes. Henry the Fifth. You remember, so oh, yeah, Prince of Henry Wales go hard. Yeah, Prince of Wales is a butte. Prince of Wales is a prince. Prince of you look at so good When fighting. Warwick actually, one of the hmm? does he fight? He fights. Okay, good. one of the reasons when Warwick thought about this is that when he came in and he saw the 17 year old Prince of Wales, he said, That's Henry V.
2: Mm,
1: wow, he's like, That's that's a king right there. Yeah, that's who should be king. Hey, Anne, like you know, go put your makeup on, <laughs> uh, right? Like, right. Um, And so so there was – he just had this air about him, this Prince of Wales. And he has been like, you know, tagging along with his mom in exile since he was 15 or whatever it was, 16. Mm -hmm. Dad is king. Dad is locked in the tower. The kid is seething and bubbling with like ambitions to get in the field and to take back his crown for his dad. And to be king himself. He is the rightful heir to the throne in his mind. And in lots of people's minds. In fact, most of the people of England's minds are like, yeah, he probably should be the prince. Mm. Okay. He still has the title Prince of Wales. You can't just take that away. So, um, great. Awesome. Rock and roll. Uh, uh, the marriage happens. And Anne is now uh, married to the Prince of Wales. And, AJ, you rightly pointed out that Clarence is like, hey, w- <laughs> hey wait a minute. I'm the – I bet cl- – like, okay – if you believe that Edward IV is the rightful king, Clarence is the heir. If you believe that Henry VI is the rightful king, Edward Prince of Wales is the heir. Warwick now has his daughters married to both of them.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, Louis XI is like, how would you like my giant army to help you out? And Clarence says, thank you very much. Yeah. Gets in his giant army. Uh, Wait, si- Clarence or Warwick? Both, they're on the same team. Okay, yeah. Are Sorry. they on the same
0: team? Because uh, <laughs> great call.
1: Are they on the if same team? If I was Clarence, team?
0: I'd be like, I don't think I'm on the same
1: team. As or- of right now, Clarence, Clarence is probably like trying to f- like piece it together. Remember, Clarence is like he's great at guitar and surfing, but he's not, you know, he's not the brain surgeon of the community. Let's put it that way. Sure. So he's probably like, wait, how's this play out for me? And yeah. works probably like be fine, bro. You're heir to the throne, and we're gonna go back and, well, okay. We're going to go put Henry VI back on the throne. But, like, you know, technicalities. So um, so Clarence is like, I don't know how I feel about this. Um, they all sail back. Uh, Edward IV realizes, holy crap, giant army's coming back. Margaret and the Prince of Wales don't come with them. Mm. She's like, we're going to stay back, and we'll come back later. Mm. Um, they all sail back, and cl- uh, uh, Warwick and Clarence immediately march on London, take the city, take Henry VI out of the tower... When they get into the room, it's, like, musty Mm. and dirty. And Henry VI is, like, wearing, like, a tracksuit. And he's got, like, a big old bushy beard. And he's got big old bushy hair. And he's like, hey, guys. And they're like, my lord, we're here to save you. And he's like, okay. Um, They take him down. They plop a crown on his head. They parade him through the streets. Um, The legend has it that he was, for some reason, holding a staff that had, like, two sad little foxtails on it because they didn't have any of the, like, royal regalia. (laughs) Yeah. And so you have this, like, disheveled, like, big Lebowski-looking guy (laughs) with his crown and his foxtails being like, what's up, subjects? And everyone's like, what an age we live in. What is happening? This is our king of England out of the tower with Warwick and Clarence and Edward's up north and, oh, my word, this is nuts. Right. But... People love the king. It's not his fault. Right. Uh, no one believed that. So Henry VIII, sorry, Henry VI is 48 years old right now. Wow. Um, and he, you know, let's see there's, if there's a good line by Churchill about, about him coming out of the tower. Um, so they put him on the throne.
2: And he does um, not
1: want to be there, right? He doesn't want to be there. Yeah. Um, so here we go. Uh, meanwhile, the kingmaker ruled England, and it seemed that he might long continue to do so. He had King Henry VI, a puppet in his hand. The unhappy man, a breathing ruin, sitting like a sack upon the throne, with a crown on his head and a scepter in his hand, received the fickle caresses of fortune with the same mild endurance which he had shown to her malignities.
2: Okay. Great line. Yeah. So, Dude fortune
1: smiles yeah. upon Henry VI and makes him king again, and he just sort of like, <laughs> okay. Okay. And <laughs> in, in fact you know, all counts are that he kind of was cool with the tower and he right. just wanted to do his religious observances. Um, Edward only has one play and that's to get, so Edward IV has only one play and that's to get out of town. He leaves England and who are his natural, who's his natural ally? Who did he marry his sister to? Who remembers?
2: Who did Henry?
1: Edward, who did Edward IV, king of England, marry his sister to? It wasn't the king of France. No. Oh, uh, Spain? No. Nope. No, it's the one that sounds like a wine. What yes. Is it? It's one that uh, also sounds like a color. Uh, Burgundy. Burgundy. Thank you. That's right. So he goes to Burgundy. He goes to Burgundy to hang out with Charles the Bold, Duke of Burgundy, who's married to his sister. Yep. And Charles the Bold's like, hey, man, I hear you're having some troubles back home. I got a great idea. I'm going to give you my giant army. Cool. And let's go do this thing. Awesome. And Edward's like, Yes. As Churchill has pointed out, Edward is the best when he is – uh, when, uh, when times are bad and he is heading an army. Duke of Burgundy, Charles the Bold is like, I got you, man. Uh, I love your sister. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got a big, beefy army for you. Let's roll. And so they roll. So um, um, so he's, he's now in Burgundy getting troops. Henry VI is kind of ruling. Warwick is definitely ruling. And the Prince of Wales is in Calais waiting to, uh, for the go-ahead to sort of sail to come over when may- maybe some of the fighting is done or when the fighting is about to start. Um, then, then they'll sort of come over. Apparently, there was also really, really bad weather at this time up in the north by the Channel. So it was making it dangerous for Margaret and the Prince of Wales to sail, mm. whereas Burgundy is in the south. So Clarence is now way down the pecking order. And he's feeling it. And Clarence is, you know, he's sort of realizing wait, I don't think I'm going to be king. <laughs> 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 Warwick, I... Like, just piecing it together. A, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. wait a minute. You know, every every day, uh, he would see you know, the Prince of Wales. <laughs> Playing and, guitar. Wait a tick. Wait a minute. Oh, <laughs> Prince of Wales would be like, I love my wife Anne, and we're going to have a kid one day. And Clarence is like, huh, I don't know how, what does that mean for me? You know, Clarence... Right. Um, and, and meanwhile, Edward IV is like sending letters to his brother, being like, dude, you're my brother. We're brothers. Just ignore Warwick. Just come back. Yep. All is forgiven. Wow. I love you, man. Remember, Edward IV is all about wanting to reconcile right. much to Which his... Which I think, a really nice quality for a king. It is a nice yep. quality. He's like, but, you know, you can never tell if it's like... Genuine. Then you come home and there's a knife in your back. Right. Um... But f- uh, Churchill reads Edward IV as someone who is always wanting to be magnanimous, but it blows up in his face because of the times. Right. Dan Jones, in his War of the Roses, books a little more cynical of Edward, um, and it's sort of, sort of up to your own reading of it. But for, he is sending letters to his brother. Uh, apparently, there was this like sort of um, this secret channel made between like one of the the maidens of uh, uh, the wife of Clarence, so that would have been. The, one of the handmaidens to Warwick's daughter, but apparently letters were getting to Clarence from the king being like, "I love you, man, you're my brother. um come join me you don't need to we don't you don't we, don't we don't need to be fighting and Clarence wasn't responding mm. and what's Edwards like, you know, he sees the double check he sees it was received, <laughs> and he knows he got it, yep. but he's not getting a text back, and that's hard mm. he doesn't know what his brother's thinking, right yeah, all right, so um we're just going to keep trucking. We're at we're coming up to like the the 50 minute mark. But I don't know, it feels like a good one we're, we're on we're halfway through page three. So if we stop now, that another episode's only gonna be like fifteen minutes. So I think we just like making a longer episode. We're in a good spot. Okay. Or you think this was a good stopping place? Is that what you said? It, it, it feels like a good stopping place. It feels like a good stopping place.
0: Because there's gonna be like a battle oh, in a second. Yeah, we're right? coming up on okay. a battle. It's okay, a good fine.
1: cliffhanger. Yeah. And so we can we can put this into in two episodes. All right, so let's set the stage then. So Clarence is kind of out uh flapping in the wind. Yeah. Uh he's getting loving messages from his brother being like, Come home, buddy. Right.
0: Come I bet home. he feels uh yeah, I was gonna say I bet he feels nice because he's being courted by both sides, but he probably doesn't because one side is kind of like, well, we got other plans, pal. Yep, right, yeah.
1: Um, and the Prince of Wales is chomping at the bit to get into England and start throwing down for his family's honor, which and, I'm stoked about. And yeah. Edward, especially the- with this character from Burgundy, oh, he sounds yeah. like a nice chap. Yeah. 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 Uh, no, sorry, that, that's Edward IV. Oh, Edward IV is oh, a burgundy, and the Prince of Wales is wanting, like, Dad's back on the throne, right. I gotta come back. Oh, got it, okay. And so he's chomping at the bit, ready for his, like, you know, every boy dreams of his first battle, right? And he's a battle kid. And he's a battle kid. Yes, yeah. he's a, he is the grandson of Henry V. Right. So he's chomping at the bit, ready for his first battle. Clarence is way down the pecking order, and Edward IV is getting his troops on a boat, you know, facing the wind, being like, I was made for this. <laughs> this is where Edward IV is at his best. And he sails uh, towards England. And here's where I'll leave it. Edward IV lands with his Burgundian and loyal troops at the same landing that Henry Bolingbroke mm. landed when he came with his troops to take the crown from Richard II wow. 150 years before this. Yeah. And he landed at the very same landing, another king coming in to reclaim his, his crown. And people were like, ooh, that's poetic. Mm. Uh, they're like that's a sign um, and so uh, Edward the 4th is now back in England with his Burgundian troops Warwick and Clarence are rallying their troops and there's going to have to be this is going to have to resolve itself okay so we'll end there for now there you go and then but next uh, but, but like, obviously next week we'll just jump right back into it because you know we got more to do
0: okay awesome well this has been classical stuff you should know should we should we sing here too no, i feel like no, we should
1: no, sing it's should christmas know. no that cuz people are going to be listening to this out of order yeah
0: Oh, well, oh, that's true because they might not listen to it at Christmas. Right. Okay, that makes if sense. If you want
2: to hear us sing, uh, go on Patreon. I yeah, guess you can you join to... our Patreon at yeah.
0: patreon.com slash classical stuff. You can check out our website, classical classicalstuff.net. Is can, there singing
2: on our website? Isn't there singing on the website somewhere?
0: Sh- oh, sorry. We have, okay. Yes, there are a few little Easter eggs around the website if you yeah. decide to click on some things. Yeah. But, you know, that's a secret. It's giving <laughs> stuff away. Sorry. You can tweet at us at CLSSCAL stuff. You can, I think I already Patronize. said the website. You can pay, I did Patreon. I oh, did? Patreon. Okay. We have uh, email. The guys at classicalstuff.net. Yeah, there's there's all kinds of ways to get a hold of us. Seriously. Yeah, Patreon is nice. We we keep up with that pretty well and talk with our Patreon people. Thank you again, Patreon, for all the the support you've given us. It really does mean a lot, and it has, you know, helped us keep this pl- keep this train train a truckin'. So sure. We appreciate it. We appreciate all your questions and comments and all that stuff. So, well, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Yeah.
2: I'll see you later. Bye. Bye.